Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Amber McIntosh is a singer-songwriter who lives in far north Queensland and she has released several strong emotional country pop singles. The latest is Wasted. We're going to talk about that and other things. Hi, Amber. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very much enjoying listening to your songs. I thought I'd go straight to the new song and ask you what Wasted is about. Yeah, um, Wasted is actually based on... um, kind of just heartbreak and you know it's a typical kind of country song about getting a heartbroken, and falling for the wrong person and just kind of like everything that plays out after that you know indulging in alcohol or whatever it is <laughs> that's kind of what this song is about and ignoring all the red flags of course <laughs> well there wouldn't be a song without red flags I don't think or that kind of song um that's right also the two meanings I guess of wasted on alcohol but also wasted time that's absolutely right yeah so did yeah. you write this one on your own or did you have a co-writer no this one I wrote by myself yeah okay. I write my, all of my own songs right yeah. so did when you have the spark for it, does it take um, take a little bit of time for you to work it up to a finished song or do they tend to come out in a rush? Actually, I'm pretty lucky. As soon as I get the hook going in my head, um, I can sit down and finish a song in about 10 or 15 minutes. So it's kind of one or the other. I'll either sit down and smash out three songs in one go or I'll have writer's block for seven months. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's no in between. <laughs> so when you're on a roll, you just sit down and get the songs out before you don't have any left. <laughs> well, except I see, I often think that sort of thing's like a natural fallow period. Like you bashed out the three songs, as you said, and bashed out sounds wrong. You created the three <laughs> songs in a rush, um, but then it's like your brain's taken a little break and that's just your rhythm. Some people might actually sit there and tinker for a while and it might take longer for each song. They may not have a fallow period, but they're perhaps not producing any more than you are. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Some people have that kind of steady pace where they can sit down, write a song one every week. I can do, yeah, I can do five in one week and then my brain needs a break. Yeah. <laughs> it's overloaded, nervous stimulated. <laughs> so has songwriting uh, been your main form of creative expression since you started or w- were you writing other sorts of things or making other sorts of things? Yeah. Um, actually, well, according to my mum, I have been songwriting since oh, before I could write. She said that I would sit there and start just making up words and then it would kind of flow into a little song. But then, yeah, obviously, as I got older, I'm mostly a songwriter, poet kind of. Um, And then I, yeah, I found the guitar when I was about 13. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's actually funny. I refused to pick up the guitar. Everyone encouraged me and I just refused. Didn't want to play. I wanted to play the saxophone. (laughs) Yeah. And then after one lesson, that was it. I wrote I wrote my first song accompanied with a guitar and I kind of just haven't stopped. <laughs> it's kind of my go-to outlet, my, yeah, my favourite way of expressing myself. Did you want to play saxophone because you thought it was cooler than guitar or <laughs> just, was it like you liked the challenge of it? Um, I like the challenge and I just, I thought it was cool. I mean, it it takes a, a very talented person to play, you know, a trombone or a saxophone. Um, I can't. I tried. And I think that's why my mum and dad were like, "Hmm, 
how about the guitar? <laughs> Which is not an easy instrument either. No, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, and I think they were kind of just, you know, it's the saxophone and drums, you kind of, unless you're living in an area where you've, your neighbours are spread and you've got like soundproof walls, I feel like parents are kind of just more wanting to lean towards a quieter instrument. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. So did yeah. you start off on a on a smaller size guitar because you were a teenager at the time? Yeah, um, I, I well, uh, kind of. I mean, it was a nylon string guitar, so they're kind of, um, they're a bit smaller anyway than the average guitar. But yeah, um, the fretboard was still pretty wide. So my little, my little hands were trying to figure out how to form the chords. <laughs> it was probably pretty cringeworthy for everyone to listen to for the first few months. <laughs> I think it's parents' jobs, though, to listen to, you know, instruments being practised. It's a rite of passage. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So when did you start singing? Because you have such a lovely singing voice and there's this beautiful tone to it, and it's not the sort of tone I don't think that just pops out. It's sort of a tone that that needs a bit of life behind it, if that makes sense. Um, I, I've always been singing, I think, um, Mum, yeah, again, mum said that I just sat down and belted out a, actually it was Jewel, You Were Meant For Me and a Nora Jones song once. And apparently everyone just turned around like, how is this coming from a three-year-old? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I've just always been singing. But um, touching on that, you know, I mum had a lot of Nora Jones cassette tapes <laughs> that I used to listen to on repeat and that's kind of shaped how I sing um and a little bit into my songwriting as well I mean Nora Jones is just amazing (laughs) inspiring (laughs) but that's kind of how yeah I learned to sing and I I feel more comfortable in my lower mid-range and I feel like that was probably from being raised on that particular style of music as well yeah. I mean, look, Jewel is not necessarily what a three-year-old would listen to. It's like, obviously your parents were not, you know, pushing you towards the Wiggles or anything like that. No. no. Although I was a Wiggles fan and I still am. Look, they're great songs. I mean, they're they're catchy and memorable for a reason. Oh, yeah, totally. And they're great performers. So um, on the country music side of things, who else were you listening to as you were forming your taste? Oh. Everyone, um, um, massive fan of Dolly. I love Patsy Cline. Um, oh, uh, now the you know the more modern kind of country as well. I'm a big Morgan, uh, Morgan Wallen fan. Um, I, I mean, for many reasons, and I'm sure everyone can agree, but I love the way he writes his music. The way he he writes his lyrics um, is just. I will always be um, just in awe of the way he writes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I really, everyone, I love the traditional kind of country, the more modern style of country. Uh, yeah. I'm just a big okay. music fan anyway. So. And I think that's a, that, that is it. When you love music, you tend to not discriminate against different types of music. It's like it's all interesting, and especially as a musician, I imagine it's 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 all feeding into ideas you might have for your own music. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I even went through a metal phase, I'm pretty sure, at one point. (laughs) So all music is good music. Um, Yeah, everything appeals to everyone differently. For me, it's just all the music. (laughs) And did I see something on your social media about you doing like a TikTok duet with Morgan Wallen or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm just dreaming there, but I wish. If you put it out, if you put it out there for people to do duets with, then you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> might might stumble across there one day. Yeah. Who know, well, exactly. Who knows? Now, circling back to Wasted, you filmed the, a video clip for it in Cairns by the look of it. Um, what a beautiful spot to film. And your previous clip was also filmed there by the look of it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So for this one, um, we flew Jay Seney up from um, Sydney, which I am forever grateful that he made the trip up. Um, and we kind of just found a few little like hidden locations in Cairns, you know, um, I think we did a lot of the filming out, I don't know if you're familiar with Cairns, but kind of in the rainforest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like Miranda really nice... sort of area. Yeah, yeah well, towards um, like Crystal Cascades, which is in Red Lynch, but that kind of is at the bottom of Coranda. So, yeah, mm-hmm. close to. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, some beautiful little places. I mean, all of Cairns is beautiful. There's a whole different type of terrain here. You know, you can go in one section and you, it's like you're out in the bush and then you travel about 10 minutes and you're in the wetlands and then you travel again and you're in a rainforest or the jungle and yeah Cairns is just interesting <laughs> yeah have you lived your whole life there or recently yeah. I guess yeah 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 oh well, I was born here and then um I left for a little while to kind of just tour around Australia um but yeah I I feel like anyone who's ever lived in Cairns or was born in Cairns, we always find our way back here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it is spectacular. And if, if anyone needs convincing, they can look at your videos. But also <laughs> in the video, I was, I was thinking, you know, you have to you have to act. Well, at least in the Wasted video, you were acting out a storyline. And it's not necessarily something that a musician wants to do or knows how to do. But <laughs> did you enjoy the, the process of acting? It was fun. It was, we like, we had so much fun. We were all, which is hard because we're trying to act out a breakup music yeah. video and the whole time we were all pretty much in tears laughing. You know, there's a scene where Brandon and I are trying to have this big toxic fight and we just couldn't couldn't look at each other without bursting into tears laughing. And, um, no, it was, it was really fun and some really great, you know, I was working with really great people, so... Yeah, and you mentioned um, touring around Australia a bit. So from what I understand, in 2018, 2019, you were touring the Northern Territory and quite a few parts of Queensland. So was that something that had you planned to be away for that long or it just worked out that way? Uh, kind of. I think kind of aiming towards a year. So, yeah, that, it worked out to be about right. Um, you know, basically being a musician, the benefit is that we can pub hop or venue hop our way around the country and I think that was just the best way to experience the country you know um in these little tiny caravan parks tucked away and little tiny back pubs that no one really sees um it was great you know you really get to know all the locals and loved it and loved it it was great (laughs) was there one gig or location that was more memorable than another or the others I should say Oh, that's a hard question. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, I think I fell in love with Litchfield, so just out of Darwin. Yeah, I love it there. It's beautiful. And we stayed at a little cow. I stayed in a little caravan park called Banyan Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, the people that were running the caravan park were just had biggest personality, so welcoming. Um, and I think that's really makes makes it um a holiday as well like when you yeah just people were so welcoming and so friendly and kind of invited you in as if you were part of the family within 20 minutes of meeting you and I I love that (laughs) so probably yeah Litchfield was my favorite place but you know 
it's all beautiful. Long Reach is beautiful. Winton is gorgeous. Um, everywhere. Yeah. But it's logistically quite tricky though, because they are long, long distances and, and especially in the Northern Territory. Uh, I mean, I've driven a bit of the Stuart Highway. It's 130 k's an hour. It's a little bit hairy. Yeah, I know. That, that shook me up a little bit, crossing the border and seeing the speed limit was 130. I was like, really? Really? <laughs> And it okay. used to be un- it used to be unlimited from yeah, what I had people tell me that and I was like, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it is quite an adventure. So when you set off, were you just thinking, oh look, I'm just I'm just gonna open myself up to whatever happens? Pretty much, yeah. Um, so I was traveling with a couple of friends and we kind of had based, you know, like I think one of the guys that we were traveling with, he kind of booked a few certain gigs and then the rest of it we was just winging it in between so I think originally we stopped at Daily Waters um, which was a great experience if anyone if you haven't been to Daily Waters pub please go because you'll understand when you get there (laughs) Um, yeah and then we kind of booked things far enough apart that you can just wing it and that's exactly what we did and it was so much fun you know we did a few rodeos in between so Brunette Downs rodeo which was so much fun (laughs) Loved that. <laughs> I have heard about Brunette Downs Radio through other means. Um, it sounds yeah. like it's a, probably a wild, it's wild time. Wild. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> it's great, though. You know, like everyone, it's good wild. You know, it's not like nothing bad really happens. Yeah. It's just everyone has a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot going on at all those radios oh, yeah. <laughs> between, you know, bulls flying everywhere, whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, where you live is spectacular. It is a long way from the rest of the country. I mean, you've talked about travelling through the Northern Territory and and Queensland, but to think about being a country music artist, independent artist, and wanting to take your music to people, um, do you feel like mm, it's 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 trickier, or is it just has the internet made things easier and streaming's making things easier? Absolutely. You know, social media has really really helped, especially yeah, music it's really helped the music industry. Um, but you're right. Uh, especially living where I live, <laughs> it's quite a distance to get, you know, like I can't just drive down the road and be mm-hmm. performing at Tamworth or anything, which is what I really want to be doing. But you know, if your heart's in it, you'll find a way. And that's yeah. exactly what I'm doing and getting myself together. And I feel like a lot of musicians, cause we have a lot of great talent here in Cairns. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people are doing the same, you know, you just, you find a way, you find a way to tour and travel if that's where your heart is. And yeah, yeah just got to make sure that you've got a car that's reliable yeah. because the one we had in the territory was not. Oh. <laughs> so oh, yeah, the, the tire, or the wheel fell off at one point. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And in again, not really the place pump. You want to have it happen. No, and it was on um, a public holiday right in the middle of the Woolworths car park. So we were kind of blocking everyone in. And, yeah, it was it was pretty traumatic. It made for a great story. That wouldn't be the Woolworths car park in Catherine, would it? Was it in Catherine? No, that was in Darwin. Okay. It was in Darwin. Because <laughs> yeah. in Catherine where the Victoria Highway meets the Stewart Highway, pretty much there's this, this Woolworths car park that everyone goes to. I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Yeah, no, I'm so glad it wasn't there. <laughs> Just right because there, yeah. At least in Darwin, I'm pretty sure. It was the next day we could get into a um, mechanic, but <laughs> it was, yeah, makes yeah. for a good story. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, I was in, I had a car breakdown in Pine Creek and that's where I realised how very isolated the, the places yes. in the territory are from everywhere else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, under, I understand. Uh, but yeah. you mentioned quite a few artists in Cairns. Are there venues there to support you all? Yeah, um, yeah, there are. Uh, it was a little bit tricky, obviously, with COVID, but I feel mm. like everywhere in Australia kind of struggled. Um, but we're really lucky here. You know, there's a lot of um, venue. Most of the venues around Cairns will really support artists around here. Um, oh, I, I can't even start rattling off the names because it's pretty much everyone here. We're, it's a really nice community. Um, all the venue owners, you know, we, everyone tries to help each other out. Even during COVID, I know that there were a lot of people that were playing kind of just for like a meal and some drinks just so that we could all help each other out and get people back into the venues and you know no one was really turning over much money but um now that things are starting to pick up yeah they're really looking after the artists around here um which is great it's a really nice community Sorry, I interrupted you, but it is an international tourist destination. So, I, and I therefore it has it has taken a hit. But it's good to hear people are coming back, and if anyone is traveling there, that there's live music available. Absolutely, almost every night of the week now, um, you can find somewhere with live music, which is really great. It's kind of getting back to how how it was. Kind of, I shouldn't say that because I don't think anything's really ever going to go back to the way it was before COVID. But it's starting to get better, <laughs> much right. better is what I should say. <laughs> and are you thinking that just in terms of numbers of people who are coming to shows, it's just not, it's, you, you, you're thinking it's not going to come back to the level it was? Oh, I just think in general, like, life is just going to be different. Um, you know, there's, you can definitely tell that more people are, especially during the flu season and everything, I think a lot of people are wanting to, to stay in unless they really have to out <laughs> um you know whereas before COVID you'd especially Cairns every night of the week it was packed there would be crowds of people um because obviously Monday nights are like hospitality nights and then Tuesday they'd have something and Wednesdays and most people were heading out for dinner and then they were heading out to see a band or go out for a dance or something whereas now understandably I think a lot of people are kind of staying home a little more mm-hmm. during the flu season yeah <laughs> Time so, to pick up now. <laughs> yeah, and it's look again, such a beautiful place. People should go check out the live music um, and check out your live music uh, because I have seen on your social media that you do play uh, gigs fairly regularly. So, wasted has just come out. Um, are you an, an artist who's who's trying to release on a particular schedule, or you just do it when you when you can? Uh, I'm kind of just when I can at the moment I am actually working on an EP now we've got a few tracks that just need vocals put down and then yeah I'm gonna be I'm really excited to actually like sorry (laughs) actually give a release date for that Mm -hmm. so I do have some scheduled like kind of scheduled stuff but prior to that I've just been a let's just release a song kind of girl but no I'm I'm getting on a schedule now and is so your can be pro- more reliable for fans and followers yeah yeah well that's exciting news is your producer local or are you are you doing the the post-covid thing of working with someone who's not nearby no yeah he's very not nearby he's actually right. located in nashville all right <laughs> so, yeah so um but it's it's good like i said social media has really come a long way and really helped musicians kind of grow um you know because like you wouldn't have been able to just 
shoot a message through to someone on the other side of the world and be like, hey, let's make a song together. Back 15 years ago, you'd have to actually fly over there. Whereas yeah, now it's just click of a button really. So I'm really, really lucky I get to work with him. He's done all of my releases and he's um, doing my EP, which will be mm-hmm. coming out soon. Um, yeah. <laughs> will the EP be song as, as well? I'll rephrase that. Did you write songs specifically for the EP or are you a songwriter who tends to just collect a whole lot of songs and then go to them when you want to record something? Um, I, a bit of both, but this one I am actually putting a lot of work into. So I'm, this one I'm hoping will actually kind of tell a story as you listen, mm-hmm. because I love that. I love back, you know, when you would buy a CD and you'd be able to listen to the first song all the way through to, you know, song number 12 or 15 or however many and go through all the different emotions and storylines to the end. I love that. That's art. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm aiming for. <laughs> and speaking of art, I believe your mother is an artist. She is. She is an artist. Yep. She's <laughs> she's um, an amazing artist. Uh, I wish I could give you a site to look at her stuff, but she's actually just going through and rebuilding her website. So. Oh, okay. So, so you, you grew up around art and do you think that that had a big influence on you perceiving that music was something that you could pursue? Because sometimes we think, oh, you know, that's not the conventional thing to do. I'll do something else. Yeah, absolutely. And as well, because my mum is also actually writes poetry or she mm. used to write poetry. She still does, but not as much as she used to. Um, but I think being surrounded, yeah, by someone who's really passionate about art and um, yeah, writing poetry and music and stuff really gave me the comf- like confidence and comfort to follow that kind of passion and dream. You know, there was never ever any doubt that I was ever going to be a songwriter or a musician um, I didn't know if I would succeed but I was definitely going to try <laughs> yeah. I definitely can thank my mum for that because yeah never doubted me once she just told me hey that's what you're going to do and I could tell because she followed her passion um so that yeah definitely helped me build my passion Fantastic. Well, your passion has led to some great songs and we have those songs and there are more coming, which is very exciting. So, Amber, it's been lovely to meet you on Zoom and find out about your songs. I look forward to the new ones. It was lovely to meet you too. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.